Welcome to another episode of That's What They Said, a podcast where we question the questionable lyrics of your favorite songs. Serena Malice and Scott Spinelli talking Forgot About Dre by Dr. Dre. Yes. He is not a real doctor, but he does play one on TV, music videos, <laughs> hip-hop, community. The whole by Dr. Dre is really doing some lifting there because this song is clearly <laughs> and obviously written by Eminem. Like, you don't need to be a hip-hop scholar <laughs> to piece together that this song is not written by Dr. Dre, as is the song uh, Still Dre, not written by Dr. Dre. Jay-Z wrote that song. You know, sometimes you need other people to write for, like, to write about you. I'm going to come out with a super hot take, okay? Go for it. I, I think Dr. Dre is a touch overrated. Okay, and I realize that that as we, is... As we talk about this song, that's yeah, No, no, I love... Hold on. This album is an all-time classic. Mm-hmm. It has some of the... Be- and he has been involved with some of the biggest things ever. I think it's yeah. a... Li- I think the reason I think he's a little overrated is this album came out in 1999. He hasn't mm-hmm. released a... I know he had like that Compton album, but he hasn't pr- done a an album... He hasn't done anything major on his own since. So if Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant, if Tim Duncan, if any of these people <laughs> won a championship in their rookie year... And then didn't do anything again for 18 years. They were just, they were very involved. You would have a different view of their legacy, would you not? Yeah. I see Dr. Dre as like, like, like Steve Nash now. Like he played and now he's like, you know, coaching. Like he does a yes. lot of like behind and that's, the. And that's very valuable. Like he is yeah. influential in starting uh, 50 Cent, you know, Kendrick Lamar. And he's busy doing beats, uh, yeah. headphones. No, but I'm talking, I mean, the, yeah, musically though. Andrew, yeah. Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. Cent right there. Even if there was literally nobody else, that's GOAT status right there. Like, I agree right. with that. I'm just saying, t- I think he's more, like, I think musically he gets more credit than he should. I think he's more pow- he's more impressive to me as, like, a like the influence that he's had and, and the yeah. involvement. Because, like, his biggest album, he did the producing, to be fair, obviously, mm-hmm. but, like, he didn't write any of the things. Not that anybody thinks he's a great lyricist, but I don't know. It's a weird argument. I'll make one last analogy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of okay. like how I think Bill Russell is overrated, right? And that's like a weird take. I don't think Bill Russell isn't great. I just don't think Bill Russell is like one of the five best players in basketball history. Yeah. I think he's like David Robinson to me or Hakeem Olajuwon are as good Mm -hmm. as he is. But they no Mm -hmm. one ranks them anywhere near him. Those guys are in like the 15 to 25 range. And Bill Mm -hmm. Russell's in the 3 to 6 range. And I'm simply saying they should be closer. And that's all I'm really saying about Dr. Dre is like he's still a goat. But I think he gets revered as like this untouchable character. I'm not sure mm-hmm. I feel that. It's funny because I would take the opposite approach on like, he does so much that he can create an amazing album. He can find all this talent. He can create a technological thing for your ear that's going to enhance your music experience. He can produce all this stuff. Like, I, I feel like he's like the Yogi Berra. Like, he's never going to get the Babe Ruth status, but Yogi Berra does everything. And that to me is way more valuable in some sense very, I guess what I'm looking at is comparing him musically, right? Yeah. Like if in a way, um, you know, I, I also think that part of the reason he never came out with this set that, the, you know, the chronic sequel, whatever it was called, what's the name of it? The uh, Detox, the name was the name of that, mm-hmm. the rumored mm-hmm. album that never came out. Like, it's kind of like why Eddie Murphy, I feel like doesn't want to do stand up, right? Like at a certain point, you know, you've built up such a high bar for yourself yeah. because I mean, this whole album is just classics, just all-time classics, like generational yeah. classics, song after song after song after song, that, yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to go back. I, I would never be able to release that either after a certain amount of time. Right. Lauren Hill, same thing. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, again, I don't even exactly know what my argument is here. I just, I think that there is a, there's a deification in some ways of him musically. I can't take away from, I just mean his individual output. 
That's all. Okay. Okay. Not his impact. That's fair. Either way, it's about to get real, folks, <laughs> yes. because this was my jam mm. as a child. Once again, uh, tense, incorrect, is still your jam now. It's still. Come on. It's you're right. I gotta I gotta live in the present. This yeah. is this is still my jam. Um, this is like the 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 song, the album. This was like Dr. Dre's return, and he brought his friends with him. Mm. Is how I would describe it yeah. to someone. Yeah. Um, some background to the song. There was like you kind of mentioned it but yes there was like this layoff a drop off between Dre's debut album Chronic which came out in 1992 and 2001 which came out in 99 yeah <laughs> and I'm like wait what years yeah. um but in between the two albums he had left Death Row um in 1996 and that became sort of the the whole talk was like Suge Knight he had put a record titled and he took Dre's album chronic and they named it chronic 2000 right am i am i yes. getting this right yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but like should just like disses the crap out of dre for leaving the row it even took like he took his title and so dre was, was like okay i'm gonna sit for a minute i'm gonna watch you do your thing and then i'm gonna come out with 2001 i'm just gonna add a year and he did have two albums he was involved with the firm the nas foxy brown and az album yeah and yeah. then he was also in and then i he think was he was working in the Background. But didn't he have the other album that had like the bomb going off like that first like there was some he had an album that I think didn't do well like it wasn't it wasn't there was either a compilation album or some kind there's something there but either way yes he was he had disappeared for a bit you know yeah so. yeah yeah and again he was still lurking in the background it wasn't yeah. like he wasn't doing things but yes like if you're not putting out an album if you're not winning a chip Every few years, people yes. are going to think, you're done. Um, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> but that's the reason Dre uh, went so hard. To me, on these lyrics, well, Eminem went for Yeah, him. there you go. There it is. <laughs> um, but he basically says, like, no, you need me. Like, you, you need me in this. Yes. In this. And, the, and he's right. I mean, you know. You you talked we talked in a previous episode about how the initial uh, opening notes to the Britney Spears "Baby One More Time" like you know exactly what it is oh. with this song too. When you hear that, uh, forgot about Dre sampled N.W.A.'s "Compton's in the House." Um, Eminem wrote the song for "Forgot About the Dre." Uh, forgot about the Dre. It's forgot like what, about Dre. It's like what a forgot mom would say. Dre. Yeah, what a mom would say. I forgot no, about forgot the Dre. Forgot about Dre? Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody been calling about Dre? Is Dre okay? <laughs> Is the the Dre? Like, it's oh, doctor. All right. Well, yeah. he went to nursing. How come you can't right. be a good doctor like your friend Andre? Huh? <laughs> um, Eminem. We can thank Eminem. Marshall Mathers, because he was the one who brought this whole thing to light, dis- discovered by an Interscope intern who saw him do his thing at like a rap battle in California. And then the tape was passed on to Jimmy Levine and Dr. Dre and, and, uh, Jimmy, and Jimmy, Io, Jimmy Iovine. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You're right. It's mm-hmm. what was that? Um, that's uh, a good documentary. Uh, that is a very good documentary. It's called it's the like, Dr. Dre. Uh, the Defiant Ones. Defiant Ones, I think Thank it's called. You. Yeah, that's a so that's a good, good. Yeah. So good. Highly recommend that. We just uh, like recommend all yeah, the things. Yeah, this is this podcast started out as a lyric podcast. It's turned into you and I trade episodes recommending uh docs. <laughs> <laughs> Doc yeah. Dr. Dre's and just documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> just got yeah, that. He, I just got he that. wrote <laughs> Eminem wrote the song. 
Um, and he originally wrote the song for for Dre and Snoop, um, and then Eminem ended up getting on it. Oh yeah, so I mean it, it makes sense because Eminem just spits so fast. Yes, and Snoop does not spit so fast. <laughs> so I'm like. Oh, that would have been pretty interesting. Too. Yeah, and especially in that that period of Eminem's career where he was doing like he was really like slim shadying it up, and everything always felt like ramped up to a hundred, you know, like so that this this song with the, with the way the song progresses, this you like you're kind of on edge the whole time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's so much. This song is yeah, this song is so good. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's so good. Released as a second single on the album 2001. It came out in 2000. Hit 25 on the Billboard 100. It won the Grammy for Best Rap Performance yep. by a duo or group. So um, either way, you want to talk lyrics or let's talk lyrics first. Yeah, I mean, I we can do lyrics first. Yeah, the uh, one of my, okay, so my favorite lyric, honestly, in the whole thing, and I realize it's an obvious one, is the chorus where he goes. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. And, and what I love about it is you can, re like, once you learn that Eminem is the guy who wrote it, it makes mm -hmm. so much more sense, this song, because he's, he, this is a guy he grew up idolizing, and, you know, uh, one, like an icon in the beginning of, of that era of rap, you know, and so, like, yeah, it's like, the, the whole idea of, like, when he says, nothing comes out when they move their lips, just a bunch of gibberish, like that, oh, man. <sighs> Everyone so knew the lyrics to this part, and if you didn't, you pretended like you did. I mean, yeah. I... <laughs> That's a good point. To your... They're like, nowadays, but I'm done. But like, it was so cool because once you learn the lyrics, mm. you could spit that out very easily, which is why I was sort of, I mean, I remember my sister, Christina, would, like, she would just go around the house, like, nowadays, everybody want to talk, like, they got something to say when nothing comes out. And I'm like, okay, I know the lyric too. Yeah. Relax. What are you, but, you're, you're... <laughs> you know, I, but it was sounded so cool. It was like, it had flow. I mean, oh, we yeah. had this white kid from Detroit. Hanging with Dr. Dre, it was. It, I mean, it was. I, I, yeah. Most of my lyrics that I would pick out are frankly from his verse. But if you want to pick something from that first verse, feel free. And when your album sales wasn't doing too good, who's the doctor that he told you to go see? Dre's reputation was like the doctor, and so you get a professional to cure you. Like, oh, your album sales aren't doing too. Oh, you, you got a knee problem? C come see the doctor. Let me help you out. Like, I just. It's just a great, who's the doctor they, they told you to go see? I mean, I just... Yeah, that's such a great line. I mean, this is going to be more of a love fest for the, in this episode it, than it, it is might. anything else. Yeah, I'm going to crap on one very specific lyric. I, I, I have one that I, yeah, Eminem. I don't know if it's a crap on, but I, I'm going to certainly call... I, I, here, one of my favorite Eminem lyrics is where he goes... <laughs> Hotter than a set of twin babies and a Mercedes Benz with the windows up when the tip goes up to the mid-80s. Calling men ladies. Sorry, doc, but I've been crazy. That whole thing, first of all, it's so funny and fun, but it's so weird to me, the part where he says, hotter than a set of twin babies who are in a Mercedes Benz with the window up. Like, that is so disgusting and specific. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's just, I it just, is. I just, I mean, again, like, obviously, I think the whole thing. Where in the world are you, like, I'm just like, where is your brain? That's what I want to know, yes. Writing, the, I'm like, never would I go, hmm, hotter than a set of twin babies. Also, why twin babies? Like that, right. that, like that's the other, I mean, again, not that it matters, but it's just such, that's why he's so unique and so fun and interesting. Like that lyric is so bizarre and it, you know exactly what he's talking about. Like that, that is a level of hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. It's like, 
let me give you Red Bull Monster, a shot of espresso and uh, Mountain Dew. Yeah. And just mix it up just and then like inject it, it into his veins. Shake it up and... And let him go. Yeah. That's Eminem yes. in his lyrics. One day I was walking by with a walkman on. When I caught a guy, give me an awkward eye. You look and strangled him off in the parking lot with his and eye. One day I was walking by with, with a walkman on. When I caught a guy, he gave me an awkward eye. What you looking at? And strangled him up in a parking lot with his Carl Kanai. Bro, what? You were just walking by. Wait, where did the escalate? Why would you strangle someone? You just because he gave you one bad look. Like maybe he was like, "Oh, is that Eminem?" I didn't. Holy cow! So you can't even look at this man because no. he's gonna strangle you. Correct. Also, Carl Kanai. I never realized it was Carl Kanai, the designer. Like he made those like jackets. They're mad expensive. Like they were so expensive back then, but I had no idea it was like the brand. I'm like, oh. I never knew what that was. I'll be perfectly honest. I never knew. Yeah. So you learned something with me. But yeah, I was like, why are you so? Why is he so angry? He's so angry. Oh, I mean, I and it's also just like, okay. So two two things about him. The one that always gets me is like, it is crazy to me that my parents let me listen to these things when as a kid. I don't give a fuck if it's dark or not. I'm harder than me trying to park a dodge. But I'm drunk as fuck. Right next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage. Hopping out with two broken legs trying to walk it off. Fuck you too, bitch. Call the cops. So we've now gotten in, in just like five sentences, we've gotten in uh, a domestic assault mm-hmm. or a, a, some sort of sexual aggression, violence. Mm-hmm. We've yep, gotten yep. Uh, dr- drunk driving and yep. we've put other people in danger. All yep. of that. And again, I actually think it's a credit to him as a lyricist because I've never... Driven drunk, nor hit a woman. So I, and it, like, my point is like, I didn't. You know how they were saying, "Oh, it's going to influence kids." Like some people did, but some people didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I didn't do any. I listen to all these songs, nor, and I, yeah. I never drove with two broken legs and then tried to get out of a car, walk it off, and, and then, then curse out a woman, call the cop. What the that that lyric? Hopping out with two broken legs, trying to walk it off, bro. You ain't doing crap with two broken yeah. legs. <laughs> you are in pain. You this this whole song changes. To just some music interlude or something to be like, ah, my legs, bro. Like, what? Well, the other thing is, as far as that's concerned, to your point about like, what you can't even look at this guy without him strangling you in the parking lot. <laughs> I would also argue this is we. This is a, again a level of aggression that's completely not necessary because she is right to be mad at you. You know, yeah. she's right. In, in this particular case, there are so many situations that he makes fun of that you're like, oh, okay. You know, Britney Spears is kind of lame. You know, whatever. Like, that kind of stuff. This is like, no, no, no. You're driving drunk and you broke your legs. Like, like, yeah, the cops should get called. Sorry, Marshall. Hate to to rain on the parade. And he threatens to kill her and her dogs. Yes. Like, also, now we got the ASPCA involved. Yes, yes. I mean, it's... The funny thing is, again, we were talking about, this sort of proves my point. We've been doing this podcast now for 15 (laughs) minutes and we've barely mentioned a Dr. Dre lyric. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I just think that there's a little, I don't know. It's this is an opinion that I I always feel weird about voicing because I I think I know about hip hop, but like I don't. This is one that automatically gets you disqualified. You can't say what I just said. It's yeah. like everyone's like, no what one's you, what ever going to listen to our podcast yeah. again because we've lost all credibility. Yes, I, well, I'll wear that. Serena still has it. I, I'll wear it. It's me. Uh, yeah. Well, one, it, the the back and forth of. Eminem just coming off like a lunatic with aggression and masculinity out of the wazoo. And then Dre, who's just like, 
I'm the man. You forgot about me and you shouldn't tell. Like, it's yeah. such like a contradictory. Well, you know what I always thought of it as? I always thought of it as mm. like the guy and then his hype man. And Eminem uh, is his hype yeah. man. Right? So like yeah, Dr. Yeah, Dre's yeah. just like, hey, listen, who, who's the doctor that told you to go see? And then the, and then he's when like, it's his verse, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, calm down, calm down. It's really not a big deal. Like, I, I made the point. I got one more verse coming up. Really, you don't need to kill anybody with the Charleston chew. Not necessary. <laughs> Trust me, not necessary. And then when he leaves, he's like, listen, he just gets a little excited. You know, he's, he's a fan. He's young. He's, <laughs> he's impressionable. Like, I'm going to sit, yeah. stay. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> right? it's, like, it's crazy it's, it's and when it you heard this you're like who the what am i listening to to your point how did they how did parents let us listen to this maybe they were just like wow what the well you want to say like dude no one was challenging you on this like the dre part i get him defending himself eminem is like arguing with people that aren't arguing back you know what i mean <laughs> like I dude no one is saying you're wrong calm down he's like no no, no. i'll take it a step further <laughs> you, about yeah. this. Yeah. I got two broken legs. I will fight you, girl. And I'm like, no, you ain't. No, you ain't. Yeah. You ain't gonna do that. That line though, and I'm still loco enough to choke you to death with the Charleston chew. And I'm still loco enough to choke you to death with a Charleston chew. That's a great line too. However, if you've ever had Charleston chew, it takes an hour to get it like pliable <laughs> enough where you could potentially choke somebody. <laughs> Charleston chew does not, it is I think they stopped manufacturing Charleston Chew in maybe what night? Who was president? Carter? I mean, there was no, we're, we're talking a ways back from the last CC. Yeah. It came back out because Eminem brought it yes. uh, back into the limelight. They were like, oh, let's bring that back. If this, song, see what well, if this song came out nowadays, like Charleston Chew would have to have a Twitter campaign about how uh, we don't condone people we using both, this to choke yeah. each other. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, hold on. Was that lyric to say that? You, he would choke you because you would choke on it eating it? I always assumed that meant he was going to take it because it's like taffy and he was going to hang yeah. you with it. That's what that I means, right? I also thought that too. Because the, ta the taffy so... part. Yeah, okay, okay, good. Yeah, but maybe he just stuffs it down there <laughs> and then chokes it. Like, I'd be like, wow, that is the lyric. Yeah, the lyric means I'm still loco enough to choke you to death with a candy you don't want to eat. <laughs> right. You're going to eat this because I don't like it, but I had to eat it when I was a kid. And I'm still loco enough to choke you to death with peppermint patties, was the original lyric. Yeah. And it didn't quite work. So he I said. I love a York peppermint patty. You do? Refreshing. Did I say peppermint yeah. patties? I mean. No, no that's. You said... Wait, what's. No, York patty. Well, no, you know. York patty. Yeah, no, York peppermint same. patty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah by the way, a candy that came into my life late and I made fun of people for liking early was Good and Plenty's. Do you like licorice at all? Oh, yeah. You like licorice? Not, not really. Okay, no. well then, the hell with you. Yeah, no. But the, it. <laughs> It's a choice. You yeah. either like it or you don't. Yeah, I don't love it, but I remember making fun of people for liking it, and it's, it turns out it's like, no, nah, it's not horrible. Not so bad. Yeah. So do I you have any? Do you have any Dre lyrics? Because after you, after you kind of defended him, I'd like to hear you give me something. Yeah. I do. I appreciated uh, towards Danny. He's like. Now you wanna run around talking about guns like I ain't got none. What you think I sold them all? Cause I stay well off. Now all I get is hate mail all day saying Dre fell off. What? Cause I've been in the lab with a pen in the pad trying to get this damn label off. One very Eminem esque you yes. know writing where it's just chop 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 but also like do you think people still use pens and pads paper now? oh i do oh i can't i don't i can't get it in time but yes i do yeah mm -hmm. okay because yeah. i was always wondering like here do the rapper do rappers keep the stationary business like Look. alive like is michael's and joann's and staples 
You got Office Depot just making profits off of the rap industry. I keep uh, in my. Um, I don't. I mean, I haven't used this. this is a fairly. You've been new writing one. your lyrics in there. No, but like I, when I, if I have I things I think are funny, you know what I mean. I'll uh -huh. I'll, I'll write down uh, like little notes <laughs> and stuff here, you know. But okay. I, and I keep that in my. I have I have both of the the two jackets I wear regularly. I have mm -hmm. notebooks in. Little okay. pocket-sized notebooks. So I that I did get. Uh, I you know to your point though about it. So obviously his style. I would love if there was some demo version out there where he just did every verse. Just to hear him. M do every Eminem verse. just yeah. yeah. I'd be very curious. I would love to hear how that sounds. Because Eminem's voice is also very unique and a very high pitch whiny sound. Yeah. Which is very funny that. Especially back then. Especially voice, back then too. Yeah. You would never be like, oh yeah, that's a that's a good voice for. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea that like it's atypical of what you'd expect in terms of, I mean, everything about him was. I mean, he was kind of like a weird looking bleach blonde, yeah, he's a very unique white look. dude. You know what I mean? Who just like came he looks in and, angry all the time. Well, if when he was rapping at any of those underground clubs, if they were like, oh, in 2022 you're gonna get inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and be regularly acknowledged as one of the best rappers of all time, people were like, are you out of what are you? smoking because yeah. i want some of that like that yeah. is insane mm -hmm. atypical yeah, was, for sure but yeah this this lyric or uh, in the whole thing would have been great to hear yes uh eminem because you um, know he would have done it a little differently too right like like because dre was like because i stay well off pause yeah yeah now i gotta get hate mail all day saying dre fell off pause where i don't know if eminem might have just rolled right through that whole yeah, I thing agree. i agree um yeah I love that. I just loved that lyric. It just was so, it was smooth. I mean, the whole the whole song is smooth, but I do appreciate the whole damn thing. But it is, I think the biggest takeaway is really just how side by side their yeah. looks, their delivery, their, the way they carry themselves, their demeanor, all very different. I have and one yeah. more lyric before we touch on the music video before we go here. Okay. The, the, yes. Where he goes, right after your lyric, he says... I ain't having that. This is the millennium of aftermath. It ain't gonna be nothing after that. So give me one more platinum plaque and fuck rap. You can have it back. This was a thing back then, right? Like Puff Daddy can't stop, won't stop. He would say like, 10 more years and we never stop. And, like, and th these guys were talking about things like, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I wonder how long they'll last. And clearly, obviously Dr. Dre was not gonna last for a millennium. But like within a hand, a number of years, like Aftermath was not a record label that you were like, ooh, I wonder what they're gonna have next. You know what I mean? And it happens to all of them, but it was just so funny how they were all doing that version of like, you know, Bad Boy was never gonna stop making hits. You know, and I, I'm sure, I mean, they, Aftermath, I didn't, did. It's a great dream. Some, who, oh, no, 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 Snoop Dogg just bought Death Row. I don't know what uh -huh. Aftermath's deal is, but. It's uh, clearly the point, though, is that it's not something that people are, like, salivating over the newest Aftermath release anymore. Yeah. But, it, um, but you know, it's good to talk the game. It's good oh, yeah, to you have to. I mean, had dreams. Could you imagine, imagine if... if you're like, we're done after this. Yeah, I really it's... don't know. Uh... The lyric <laughs> Lupe is... Lupe Fiasco did that. Lupe was like, I'm doing three albums. Yes, yeah. And that's it. But then he came I'm out done. with more albums. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Like, it was like when uh, Logic said he retired. And I, I remember saying to a friend, I was like, because I like Logic. I was like, there is, I said, I will give him 18 months and he will have another full album out. And I was wrong. It was less than that. It was like, the, <laughs> like these guys, like, who do you think you're fooling? The retirement. It's it's so stupid. Right. I, yeah. Anyway. There are notebooks in your pocket. You're going to write Yes. Enough. This is what you, you do. Right. This is what you do. This is your job. Yeah. It's like me going, ah. I'm done with the sports thing. I don't want to. I'll never watch again. Yeah, you're gonna again. watch. Yes. I know. Yes. It's weird. 
Music uh, video? Music video. Yeah, music Ooh. video. Okay. Uh, the music video won MTV Video of the Weird uh, Video Award um, for Best Rap Video in 2000. The only things I want to discuss in this music video I, I cannot wait, are please. his, the little interlude with him in it. Yes. Right? Everything else is just standard rap video fare where they're just sort of walking along and talking and gyrating and doing all that stuff. Doing mm -hmm. Eminem's doing these things, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so they apparently cut out the they, – they put the skit in over the part where he's talking about driving drunk, which mm -hmm. I thought was interesting because there's so much of his verse that's inappropriate. Why, how could you even choose which parts to cover up? Uh, but uh, the, uh, there are a couple of things that I loved about it. One – Jane Yamamoto. <laughs> You want to ever give a good trivia bit to someone, say, what was the name of the uh, journalist who was interviewing Eminem outside of the house in the, in the Forgot About Dre video? That's music videos for 800? Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, who is Jane Yamamoto, please? Yep. <laughs> I'm waiting for that one, man. That's gotta I love that. The other thing oh. I loved was the, uh, I'm just upstairs in my room listening to my Will Smith video. Like, <laughs> uh, such an unnecessary pot shot at Will Smith. It's so good. Or my Will Smith the album. The rapper yeah, that yeah. never cursed. You yes. know, never cursed. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, I love how Eminem gives her uh, bunny ears at the end. Yes. I mean, yes. so childlike. And that's kind of like the thing about Eminem that I think gets lost is that like he was like a big kid who had mm -hmm. who had weird things to say. Like I don't, I never worried, worried, worry isn't the right word, but I was never listening to it thinking like, oh, he's, he's doing these things. He's just a weird kind of gross, but funny and very talented goofball who like every right. so often will like in right before that he points at her butt, but then he gives her bunny ears because bunny yes. ears are what like a child would do, you know? And it's like the same reason why like, okay, here, quick side story. I was at a, a friend, uh, I was at a wake right okay and we're at you know you're doing the food and there's some kids at the wake and they don't know really what's going on mm -hmm. and they start mixing they do that thing that you do in like middle school camp where you take all, all the different liquids on the table and make one big drink out of it <laughs> right like i hadn't why seen why is that like the you know what you're what you're 10 uh it's time go uh yes. mix everything it's together. <laughs> it's stood the test of time it had like yeah. a chicken finger in it mustard salt pepper <laughs> mayo water and then they're like seltzer. drink it yeah, and everyone had to take a little sip. And I only say all that because, like, even in the midst of this very sad thing, these kids were still kids. And I think that's the thing with the Eminem. That's a weird way to get to that. But, like, even in the midst of all this, like, weird, like, offset, upsetting, frankly, stuff, he says, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. not upset by it, but, you know, it's weird. Like, he's just a goof. Like, he's a goof. Mm -hmm. That's what the, whoop, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, it's just mm -hmm. funny. I think that also kind of helped his reputation a bit where it was just like, the hell is going on? Yeah. Oh. Bunny ears. He's it's fine. Well, that's he's what I mean. If it was all just angry, angry stuff, lot. yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's not. It's a little mix of a bunch of drinks put together. And yes. Just take a sip, and it's not so bad. Yeah, uh, Jane Yamamoto is currently still a news anchor at KFI Talk Radio. Yeah. Six forty. Real person, and really yeah, her real, name. Yeah. Re she's a uh, Emmy Award winning. Yeah, yeah. Fox Eleven News. I mean, this woman. But Kudos to her for doing it, right? That's awesome. Also, I was like, wow. I mean, <laughs> she was been on X Files, Prison Break, the Salver Sil Sarah Silverman Project, America's Sweethearts, Forgot About Trey, and Eminem Stan. She makes another appearance 
And, uh, I mean, that's, I, didn't, I, I don't remember the music video for Stan. I remember being fairly long, so I don't remember it all. But I, that is awesome that she's in that, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, let's bring Jane back. Yeah. And she's like, sure, why not? Cool. I, I just, yeah, I thought it was cool. When I found out that she was real, I don't remember when, but when I did, I was like, oh, that's, I always assumed this was a fake person uh, for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. And, you know, I mean, who would, what, what respected journalist do you think would show up to say, yeah, I'd rather just get motherfucked the whole time? You know what I mean? Like, they just, yeah. they just curse Anderson at her. Anderson and, Cooper. Probably rejecting any music yeah, video, exactly. but I, you know, I'd be open for it if y'all ever look. I, that's kind of cool. I don't know. It's just an acting gig, right? Holler yeah. at this one here. Yeah, it's not real. I'm fine. <laughs> um, final thoughts? No, I, I just, I would, um, or well, yes, I would amend it to just say that. Obviously, just to be clear, I love Dr. Dre. <laughs> I do. I just, I you forgot about him already. I forgot already is really the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love this song. I wish they would do more. I know they were in the Super Bowl. I was at the Super Bowl when they performed, and I was like, I used to, like, side note, the journalists that sit, you know, and you're supposed to be quiet, and you're, I am like, well, halftime for me is also halftime for everyone I got. I'm taking a break. I get to go get my food. I refill my coffee. Uh -huh. So at SoFi Stadium, uh, I was, uh, in LA, you had all these guys like Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem. I mean, it was so freaking cool. Uh, 50 Cent hanging upside down. Yes. It was fantastic. And I, I danced to these songs with the rest of the press being like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, y'all, like, we're, you're not working right now. Like, take a second and breathe. Like, let's chill. If that, if that okay. halftime show wasn't made directly for us, then nothing would be, right? Like, that was right. so up our alley. Like, songs we, like came of age to, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, that was an unbelievable show. And those songs are just, you know. Is there another rap duo in the game like like these two? Cause I, I, I don't know, they're so unique. They're oh like yeah, like, like mentor mentee type thing, but yeah. like, but still work together. I'm trying to think like, um, I wish you had asked me that question earlier. Cause just I, good know. question to pose maybe like y'all can marinate on that as we try and record more podcasts but seriously i no that's a good they're one so they're so balanced they're so well like it's like peanut butter and jelly i just appreciate the two together yeah i'm trying like again a lot of the other like famous producer rapper things it's really heavily weighted on the uh the rapper usually you know what i mean like it's mm -hmm. and this is at least still he whether or not he writes the songs he's still the guy rapping you gotta, ha you gotta lay the music yeah. and that music is just as good as yeah i mean the you don't even know what Eminem is saying half the time, and you're like, but the beat still goes. That, it's still good. That is true, too, to what you just said. You don't always know what Eminem's saying, but sometimes, like, when you listen to, like, Bone Thugs and Harmony, it's so fast. Even when you listen, you're, even if you listen to a lyric sheet or Twista, it's... Is Eminem? <laughs> I miss my Uncle <laughs> Charles, y'all. <laughs> like, like, the, there's, right. there, you don't even, it doesn't even make sense when you read along to it, whereas with this, it's like, no, 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 it, it, now that, like you said in the beginning... Once you knew the lyrics, what he was saying, you're like, oh, wow. It's like, I can do it along with him. So it's accessible once you learn what's going on, which I think is a unique quality. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of That's What They Said. Uh, shout out to Jane Yamamoto. Yes. Shout out to her. We should have got wins. her on for this pod. That would have been Man. <laughs> Call us. Call us. Always call us. With, with the invisible phone I have. Um, <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>